Hey guys, welcome to the fifth episode of the Three Kings Bourbon Podcast. We're here at Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store. I am Shane Burks. This is Bryce Wilson. And that is Tucker Schroeder. Well, we want to first start off by saying happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yep. Uh, it is it is the 23rd of November, and we're, we're happy to be here with you guys. Um, if you're tuning in to this after Thanksgiving, I mean, we're, we're just celebrating Thanksgiving. So let's go and That's kick right. it off. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. Not going to do bourbon news. Guys, let's talk about what we're thankful for. Yeah. I want to go first. Okay. I want to go first. Man, I'm thankful for a lot of things. Uh, first of all, I'm thankful for you guys. I really am. I'm yeah. thankful for you gentlemen. Y'all are family to me, and that leads me to my point of family, man. I'm very blessed uh, to have a really good family. I love my family to death. I live for them, do things for them. That's my that's my driving force. That's my why. So family's got to be it. Um, um, and then overarching for everything for me, my, my relationship with Christ uh, yeah. to me is the most important thing in my life. So I'm very thankful for that as well. Amen, and I'm thankful for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I am thankful for uh, Arby's roast beef sandwiches because I knew he was going to say something about that. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I, I will say <laughs> I am also thankful for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Um, Thank us fair. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am my Arby's. Um, but more than anything, uh, I think one thing that you hit on, I'm I'm very thankful for um, being able to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, I added something that I'm working on, uh, my walk with a walk of faith. Um, but also more than anything, I'm appreciative for my my family, my girlfriend, um, my puppy Deuce. <laughs> appreciative for all of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm appreciative for you guys. Appreciative for opportunities, and I'm just glad that I was able to wake up today. Amen, yeah. brother. Yeah. I think on this Thanksgiving, I think one thing that whenever – I guess as soon as I've gotten to Kentucky, I've always been blessed with uh, being able to meet incredible people. Uh, coming from Florida to Kentucky was such a cultural shock for me, but it was never – I was never uh, – I never questioned anything. I just always had great people around me. Um I do truly believe that is because of Christ. I, yeah. I think he put me in the right spot. So I'm forever indebted for that. Uh, furthermore, I, I mean, obviously my wife, uh, she's my my number one. She's my why. Uh, she challenges me every day. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, my family back home, they challenge me every day. Um, and I think overall, just you guys, the situation we're in now, uh, the opportunities that have been presented to us uh, already recently and, and that might be coming down the line, I think have been just, it's it's normal for us because we talk about it every day and like right. our dreams are like whatever, but when you put it into perspective, like we have a ton to be thankful for. And yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, the, all I can say is, is super thankful for everything going on right now, but stay tuned because we got some stuff coming. We got some stuff coming, man. We are we are cooking some stuff up. We're cooking some stuff up and and maybe maybe bottling some stuff up, but maybe. Um I I kinda wanna hit on one more thing. So, you know, just kind of one thing that you were talking about. As far as like being thankful, I mean, I always try to do like a uh mindfulness meditation every day. And I think about, you know, the problems that I do have. One thing that us ourselves and that others gotta keep in mind. Is our problems aren't as big as other people's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we as it's getting colder, you know, there's people who, who don't have homes. Um, so I yeah. think I think maybe one thing that we can do is look forward to uh, maybe doing some donations to 
seeing if, if anyone has, and this is just something I'm coming up with on the spur of the moment. If you guys have any uh, clothes you guys want to donate, uh, if you guys have any funds you want to donate to, you know, homeless or, or anything or that could be in need as this winter comes on, let us know. Um, we'll push forward towards that. But yeah, we want to help people out. Um, so I think that that would be a great opportunity yeah. for yeah. us. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we're holiday season. It's not just Thanksgiving. We've got Christmas coming up yep. and just time of year. Yeah. I mean, that's something that really should be thought about year round. But I, to your point, absolutely, yeah. man. It's just a good time of the yeah. year to, to look into some things like that. For sure. So, um, yeah. So a little more serious than we, you know, we're, we're goofy, but we're True. serious men yeah. and we're very thankful. And yeah. honestly, I think all of us could sit up here and do 30, 40, 50 minutes of thankfulness. But I mean, I'm just trying to hit on it. And keep moving, man. But I, I feel very blessed and very thankful. And I think we all are on that, oh, yeah. all are on that, you know, that same path and that same uh, level of uh, of gratitude that we yeah. that we have in life. So, one thing I'm thankful for that's not quite as serious, in it, you know, as my family, but it's just this Green River on the table. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get into that. Tucker, you want to you want to start us, kick us off? Or? Yeah. So uh, today we are going to be talking about Green River uh, Distillery. Uh, this bourbon right here in front of us is actually their weeded bourbon expression. Uh, this is a shelf for bourbon. You can you can go in and, and find this bourbon typically around 30 to 35 bucks. I yeah. think here at happy hour it's around 35. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can walk in right now and grab that here uh, alongside the other uh, Green River normal bourbon. So this is their weeded mash bill. Uh, in episode three, we talked about uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company's weeded uh, bourbon. So going back to the well, another yeah. weeded bourbon here uh, coming from Green River. One thing I always think is interesting about Green River, their products have kind of recently popped up, but this is an old distillery. I mean, this is this is DSP KY10. So this distillery has been around yeah. for a very long time, been making bourbon for a long time, just for other people though, just mm -hmm. in the background. But now uh, they have their own products and uh, recently was purchased by Bardstown Bourbon Company. So really? they are uh, working in conjunction. Well, I guess Bardstown is making them work in conjunction <laughs> with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think there's a lot of great things to come out of Green River, but um, this one in particular, the age is not stated on here, but that is, we need to believe it's at least four years old. Um, what is the proof on that, Bryce? We're at 90. On 90 that. on that one. Am I right, Shane? You are correct. Yeah, right. So 90 just a yeah. good sipping bourbon here for, for the uh, Green River weeded. So this Sour one came man. out just recently. So this was the second one. Yeah. Um, and I think Green River is also looking to expand their line, single barrels, barrel proofs, uh, barrel picks. That yeah. We'll start seeing those pop up here and there. So uh, super exciting stuff. I'm ready to Let's get a nose on it, man. It. Let's yeah, go let's get, get a nose on this thing. This is a cool bottle, though. Like how it's got like the, the flat bottles, front. The yeah. Awesome. And then rounded the back. You see that? Kind yeah. of the horseshoe. Yeah. And it's got the horseshoe on the front and it's got the... Horseshoe. Great design. Uh, came out yeah. pretty recently, so yeah. yeah, and it's something that is super cost efficient. So this might be one that you guys can quickly go out and grab. Right off the bat, big wheat funk. I think on this one from the Green River. You know what's crazy uh, for me is with this being ninety proof, I'm getting ethanol. Yeah, up the nose. I mean, yeah. this is like I'm. It's kind of hard for me to pick out a a nose because I'm so like smacked in the nose by ethanol, mm -hmm. which is. Which is odd for a 90. Um, I usually don't get that at a 90 proof. I guess this is kind of corny for this, but <laughs> it's like honey wheat bread. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say that, something. That yeasty baked bread. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think about to say something crazy. And you were like, no, oh. no, no, I think weeders, I think weeders, and you alluded to that in episode three too, or uh, you kind of some bready notes, that yeasty bready, you know, type of thing going on. Yeah. Um, and I think I get that here too. I, I think 
one of the overarching notes that I get is definitely a, a earthier, funkier note. This one's definitely a little bit more funkier to me than mm-hmm. the Bardstown that I know we're comparing the two, but um, a little bit more funkier in complexion, maybe not as sweet. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm definitely picking up some more savory notes too in comparison to other weeded's, I would say. I would have to disagree with you as far as the funkiness note. I'm not getting that. Where, okay. you know, you may be picking that up. I got it more, the some more of that funk from mm-hmm. the uh, from the weeded uh, expression for Bardstown. However, that, that bread, like that, I mean, it's, bread it's like kind of like a sweeter bread but that ethanol is really strong man I'm, it's kind of off-putting i'm not really caring for yeah. how strong it smells to be at 90 proof like yeah. i can i can bypass that a bit when we're at 120 right but i'm like this is 90 i'm like why i'm starting to get it but i, I just don't like that it's that present so I'm, I'm getting some of that like as i said like honey wheat bread but there's almost it's that ethanol um but it's almost like a this is weird again. Like a cologne with no cologne. Yeah. Just the ethanol. Like, alcohol yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it's alcohol y. And it, it's just kind of, it's a little off putting, I guess, the ethanol yeah. sense of it. But I mean, it's it's pretty just straightforward. Yeah. Just wheat. You want to yeah. rank it, Tom? You want to get yeah. started? I, and this one, this one's not doing a ton for me on the nose. I think it's, I think it's okay. Um, I think. Something's a little off-putting to it to me. I think I'm getting some type of like savory note on it. Like, I think the best thing I can describe it as is like maybe like French toast, but it's not sweet. Like okay. it's like eggy almost. When I mean that in like a good way, if that's if that's okay. <laughs> no, no, that's like if you yeah. if you have French toast that has like no cinnamon or nothing on it, it's just French toast. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like it smells like. like if that a makes plain sense, French toast. like yeah. plain French toast, no syrup, sugar, nothing. So. This one, to me, not doing a ton for me. Um, I actually, when I f- first had this bottle, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's kind of my opinions changing on a little bit. So I'm, I'm nose-wise, I'm like 2.8. Yeah. Yeah. I'll follow you up. And I, I, mine's quick. It's too flat. Yeah. If two and a half crowns is dead center, that's dead middle, that's average. It's below average to me. It's not bad. I don't think this smells bad. It just doesn't smell good. It's just like, meh. And it's a little under, it's a little under average for me, so I, I would have to put it at too flat. Um, I'm gonna go 2.5 crowns. It's not smelling great, and it's not smelling nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, for what it is, it smells like what it is. Yeah. So 2.5, it's even cute. Well, let's sip it, man. Let's see. Let's I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that I'm, I'm liking yeah. this. Uh, I hope I'm wrong a little bit. Here. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm kind of hoping I'm enjoying this a little bit more than the, you know, than the nose. So let's see. Mm. straight off the bat it's not very viscous but it's very light on the palate as some people would say smooth yeah mm-hmm. um super light on the palate not very like coach your mouth um but it's something that it's simple it's simple to drink it's not nothing that's gonna like knock your socks off i think this is an excellent excellent bottle for somebody who doesn't want to climb too high into proof yeah. And maybe it's not, not like, or just now maybe getting into bourbon where you're, or you're not needing. jump into a, uh, like an entry level weeder. weeder. This is not excellent. maker's mark. This is excellent for that. Correct. I feel like maker's mark is the go-to like, oh, jump into a weeder maker's. I think this is going to offer you something different. I think yeah. there's some, definitely some complexity on that palette. Yeah. I mean, um, we've said it before and we'll say it again. We're, I mean, I, I would say all three of us are, are pretty well proof hounds. I mean, we like higher proof bourbon, but for this being an, 90 proof bourbon the flavor is still there now albeit it's not 
complex. There's not a whole lot going on with it, but it's very approachable. It's yeah. very sippable, and it's uh, it's solid. Yeah, it, it's kind of how I feel about it. But I'm not really getting any like distinct notes. It's just like bourbon. Yeah, like, I think I think bourbon. for me, I, I some of that maybe funk tone translates over a little bit. Definitely not as much. I think what the overarching note for me on this one is, um, like, I'm definitely starting to pick up a, a baking spice. I think it's leaning towards cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if there's cinnamon in that French toast now, it would be kind of that. And then I think it, I think it sweetens up a little bit towards the end. Not a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, uh, I don't think it's, like, like great. Uh, but it's definitely better than the nose, for sure, on the palate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on that note, I mean, you guys want to – are you ready to rank? Or, I mean, I can um, start off. I would say – I'll kind of give my thoughts and then go ahead and rank. Sure. Uh, I would say this would be – I mean, bourbon in general is going to be great for the fall and winter. This would be a great bourbon for, like, a day like today. Like, yeah. Like Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't – I wouldn't necessarily say this would be something that I would be, like, you know, late at night sipping by the fire or whatever. Maybe just, like, if the family's over – you know, it's let's let's get a drink. Mm-hmm. This would be something yeah. easy to crack open. I think there's some lightness to it, and it's it's approachable. And the yes. fact that you can, if you have a family member, maybe you're watching this right now with a family member who loves Jack Daniels or loves Jim Beam, and that's all they drink, and they put it in Coke or whatever, and you break this out, I think they could drink this and be like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, yeah, that's, I agree. I would agree with you on that. The term, you know, smooth. I think it's smooth. I think it's yeah. approachable. Yeah. Um, and we hear yeah. that term. People say that all the time. They're like, "Oh, is it smooth? Is it smooth?" I mean, that's such a that's such a I don't know. It's such a blanket generally, term. But I think this is generally when I think of smooth. I mean, with our palates, I try to think of, and that's why I always say, "Is like, is it light? Is yeah. It, is it light on your palate? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it not something that is going to be super harsh or or something that's not? Um, I don't want to say dissipating, but just something that's just not there. It's lacking, but it's very just simple, subtle." light this one um, is. and i think that it's i think that this is that literally um i think i think for a i will say this for a per person and we've alluded to it if you're not a bourbon drinker or you're not or you're trying to get into it this would be one to ease yourself into absolutely this would be a higher class not something that you're going to see every day maybe switch it up from whatever you're trying uh something that you could easily get into um, yeah. and with that i will say that i'll give this Ah, 2.9 crowns. Okay. I wanted so bad to give it three um, <laughs> yeah. because it is good. But, again, and you're going to hear us say this over and over, Agnosian, it's my palate. Um, it's not nothing, nothing that I'm like, wow, this is like not my socks on. Yeah. It's so good. But, again, if it's something it's something that it could be easily approachable. Mm-hmm. So, 2.9 crowns for me. I think that's I think it's fair. And I think, that, you know, your, your logic behind it is similar to mine where I think that you know, even if you are a bourbon drinker, but you're not like a bourbon nut like we are, you're just a casual bourbon drinker. You just enjoy a bourbon. Go get this. It's mm-hmm. it's good for you to do that. Um, and like Tucker mentioned, it's here at happy hour. So you know, this is a great place to stop by and grab it. With that being said, for my palate, for the things that I like, uh, it's it's above average, like just an average bourbon. It's above that. But for what I like, I can't go past three crowns either. Yeah. And I'm going to be slightly lower than you at 2.8, which sounds harsh. It sounds bad. It's not bad. It's just that... I'm, I don't drink a lot of 90 proof bourbon. It's not awesome. And I'm not, yeah, it's just not, but it, it's good for what it is. And yeah. I think that there's definitely a place for it for a lot of people. So I would recommend it for, for a certain yeah. demographic of bourbon drinkers. For sure. 100%. Yeah.
I think I think it bumps up a little bit. I can't get it into the threes either. Um, right there with Shane. I, I think I'm right at two nine. I just it's good. I, I think it's I think it has its place um, on the palette. I think it's very approachable. I think that's a big word for this bourbon right here. It's approachable. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not into bourbon, I think you could drink this and be okay with it. Um, but yeah, two nine. Um, it's not knocking my socks off complexity wise, so I can't get it into the threes. And if y'all don't care, I'd like to I'd like to go ahead and start on the finish because I do have a, a positive note on this finish that I'd like to get into. So uh with it being pretty straightforward to me, like it's just bourbon, just weeded bourbon. That's just what it tastes like. There's not like a ton of stuff. The the finish is better than the palate to me. Okay. And that's for me. I don't know. I'm like there's almost like a I'm starting to get a little bit of like a a spiced oak on the back yeah. end. Um, and, and a little bit of that sweetness from the wheat is all playing around and it's staying longer on my tongue than I expected it to, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, like I'm actually, as I'm talking, I'm like talking myself into a higher ranking for this finish. And with it being 90 proof, you know, it's going to be watered down a bit more than 120 or 130 proof, obviously. Uh, but I think it's doing a really good job at 90 with the finish. So I'd like to go ahead and I'm giving it a three and a half crowns in the finish. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is pretty good for me. That is really good for, for a 90 proof bourbon. Yeah. If you're giving it a 3.5, that is up there. On the finish. Um, Absolutely. I'll say, uh, it's, it's a little bit better than the palette. I'm going to give it 3.1 crowns. Um, it's good and it's not lacking. Uh, I, I feel like that those baking spices are coming out towards mm -hmm. the end. Um, not necessarily staying with me and that's okay because it is 90 proof. So I'm not gonna, you know, take points because mm. of that. But um, yeah, three point one. It's it's just above that three echelon. Um, so yeah, three point one crowns for me. Yeah, it's tough. I I think it's again. I think it's approachable. Um, if I'm if I'm keeping it on my scale though, I think the finish does. I think it has good things. I think the baking spice note is a good one. I think that's what sticks with me the most. But it doesn't stick very long. Like not at all, really. really? So. Um, I mean, front and mid palette, yeah. maybe a little bit, but I mean, nothing on the back end that I, that I tend to like. And, um, I, two, 2.5 yeah. okay. on the finish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, I mean, average, that's yeah. average. Yeah. yeah. That's dead center. Yeah. I mean, that's right in the middle of it. So, uh, let's, let's get into our, our final fine. rankings. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll say I'll go ahead and start. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I, I hit on this two weeks ago with the, with the weeder. Um, I think I'd venture to say. If our palettes were geared to like something like this, if we were if we were ninety proof, if we really liked wheat, I would say we'd all be in the fours. Right, I would. Agree. I would say that. Yeah, and that, and I'm saying that to say if that's something that you were into, you like that ninety proof, you like that wheat, get it yeah. because it's good. Yeah. For me, I'm gonna stay right around that two eight. Yeah. It's not. It's not a three. Um, it's not. It's it's above par, mm -hmm. um, and that is saying something because I've had a lot of bourbons that I'm like, this sucks, and this is this is above par. Um, so I'm gonna say two point eight crowns. Um, it's a good bourbon, uh, just not really doing a lot for me uh, as far as the proof goes, yeah. as far as the flavor profile goes. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just say the same thing because it's crazy that you said two eight. That's literally what I was thinking of already. So, I mean, sometimes we'll disagree. Sometimes we're being on the same, you know, on the same level. And for me, it's the same reasons. I think it's excellent for what it is for the people that would be into something like this. It's just not yeah. my cup of tea, not my Glenna bourbon. Uh, but uh, that was corny. 
Uh, I can help it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it, I, I can't give it a three. There's no way I, I can give it a three, but it's better than average. It really is better than average. And I think there's a place for it in the bourbon market and a good place for it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to sell it right in at a 2.8. It's just not going to be on my shelf, but it should be on yours if that's something, if you're around that proof level that you like. And again, if, if weeded is something that you enjoy, uh, it's worth it. But 2.8, 2.8 for me, 2.8 yeah. crowns. Man, I'm thankful for you guys because you guys pretty much just said everything I needed to to say. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, that being said, though, for my ranking, my personal ranking, uh, I think it's just, I mean, it's right there at average, maybe just a little bit above. So 2.6 on, on the final ranking for me. Uh, I think I think one thing to note about this bottle in particular, uh, when I first got it, I really liked it. I you thought did. When, I, when I cracked it open, yeah. I was like, man, this is good. And then opened up a little bit and I don't think it opened up to where I would maybe maybe it sits with me as good mm -hmm. um so I I just I think that uh one thing to note about this Green River bottle in particular is I do agree with the fact that it's very approachable for a bourbon drinker looking to get into something new like mm -hmm. if you want to get an affordable price point to get into something new I think this is an awesome one to go pick up especially if you're looking to steer away from those wheat, like the typical weeders, like Maker's Mark. I mean, if you want to be a little bit off the beaten road, I think this is one you should pick up. Um, yeah. Now, with that being said, I think I think when we give lower scores, I think that should be with a caveat that, like, I mean, it's just it's just maybe not for me, right? Right. Sure. And I'm not going to gravitate towards this bottle over other weeders. I'll definitely gravitate probably to that Barstown more than this. Yeah. Um, you know. Tuck. Old Fitz, 19. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tuck, I think it was awesome that you said that because I, I wanted to hit on the point that when you guys are watching this, don't take our numbers super seriously because our numbers are describing what we think about it. Yeah. What if you if you are watching us to find a bourbon that you might want to go try, listen to the words that we're saying because we're going to try to give you guys the descriptive mm -hmm. as description as possible. And we're going to try to emulate what it might be on your flavor, on your palate. Yeah. Um, so, so don't really, you know, sit on our numbers. If if we're giving something a four or a five, for us, it's awesome. It's spectacular. Like it's something, and we've had a lot of bourbons, so it had to yeah. really be killing it. So again, I just wanted to reiterate, especially for like newer people getting into bourbons, mm -hmm. listen to what we're saying. Um, but not necessarily the numbers. That's a great point, Shane. That's yeah. a great point. I mean, and it's, and it's you know, I always bring bourbon back to food, but a lot of times I'll, I may have something. I'm like, that's that's well-made. It's a good food. It's just not what I like. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's Taste is taste, and that's anything, any palate. What do you do, Tucker? I spilled the water, actually. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, Bryce, speaking of food. Food, yeah. It's Ooh. Thanksgiving, man. What a segue. Oh, that's a great segue. Good job, Shane. That was, a, that was smooth as butter, speaking baby. Of, speaking of food, let's get into the King's Court, man. What's, mm -hmm. on, the, what's on the plate tonight, what man? Is on, what's on the plate for King's is, Court, um, man? All right, let's do it this way. What is something that is the first thing you're, like, let's say, so the first thing you're going to, your favorite. Yeah. And what is something that you are keeping off your plate? Ooh. Okay. All right. I have a pretty strong stance regarding Thanksgiving food. I You about this, piss me off. I just know take. just the way you about this is a hot about take. Piss me take. off. Go ahead, Tucker. I can't remember how y'all feel about you this about or say not. Something. I don't think cranberry sauce belongs anywhere on a Thanksgiving plate at all. I'm a, 
Yeah, I'm done. You know bro. what I'm saying? Like, when, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. You know what? I, I just wait, 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 wait. You dabbed him up on the. Cranberry you agree? sauce is terrible, bro. That's I thought so you were. I thought you were like, all right, I'm out of here. I thought you were like, no, yeah, please, no, please, because tell you. you already hit. Exactly if you put, the one if you that put I was cranberry sauce on like your mac and cheese, you're a luna. Not on your mac and cheese. <laughs> Who puts it on their mac and cheese? I think I think people do it with their stuffing, right? Give me, can I tell y'all? Can I? Sure. Let me go. go ahead. Yo, ever, okay, you know how like sometimes the turkey is a little dry and all that. Man, put you a little put when you put a little cranberry sauce on that turkey. Gravy. No, okay, I'll put gravy on it too. But I'm telling you, bro, just do it. It's just this little sweetness with the with the little saltiness of the turkey. Crazy. I'm gonna say this. Crazy. I don't like cranberries in general. So yeah, you like cranberry juice? No. That's why. That's why what? your kidneys are sick. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about my kidneys. I don't know about your kidneys, but I know I like cranberries. I mean, I like cranberry juice, and I like cran. Man, that's crazy. But anyway, what do you like for okay, your plate? So I think I think if I my number one item on my on my Thanksgiving meal, I think you better come with it. You better say something something I like. I'm coming with it. Be Come on, like. because yeah, it's, it's all about you. It's, it's, his it's, it's all about you. It's, his it's all about you. To me, to me, if the mac and cheese ain't doing something, I, I, I am upset. You know what I'm saying? You said something, brother. Respect. So, Respect. so I think, I think it's a simple, simple side. Really, yeah. in theory, it's macaroni and it cheese. Is. But I think there's a lot of room if, if the mac and cheese is not doing it for me. Then we, that's a big, that's a big it's thing. It's a big for me deal. Personally. It's a big deal. Right. I would agree with you on that. So. Uh, recipes to my late great aunt, Aunt Barbara. She was the mac and cheese queen of the family. Mm. Somebody had to pick up the slack. It's me. I'm the mac and cheese guy now. So that's a big deal for my family. It's, it's a big, it's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a big deal, uh, uh, for us, the mac and cheese on the plate. So that's what, like, I'm, I'm going to do mac and cheese probably again yeah. this year. Uh, I saw something and I want to hear what y'all have to say about this because we haven't talked about it. I like stuffing. Okay. However, I saw something on, uh, Instagram and it was a seafood stuffing. And it was like it was like a seafood stuffing, and I and I'm gonna I think I'm so, gonna do it this so year. So my thing is, no? is what's the need for that? Because I like seafood, so I get it. But like, why the stuffing? What else would it go in? Oh, you could just make the seafood tur- by itself. Yeah, but that's weird for Thanksgiving. It's just it's still a Thanksgiving spin. It's just something new on an old Thanksgiving classic. So. Mac and cheese is your is your favorite. Is that what you're saying? Or? I, I yeah. I mean, it's got to be the mac and cheese, dog. Like okay. if like. If everything else sucks, but I'm like, this mac and cheese is banging, and then I got the meat with just whatever, I'm like, I'm some okay. Ham or some turkey. I'm, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would say the mac and cheese, but, uh, oh God, that's hard. But yeah, mac and cheese. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be a little different. I'm going to name a few different things right here. Okay. So first thing, first thing. Now, let me, let me hit on my points real quick. The first <laughs> thing, and I want you all to talk about this as well after I go. The most important thing on my plate is the macaroni and cheese mixed with the with the sweet potatoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is the yep. that is the upper echelon of Thanksgiving yeah. in itself. When you get when you sit now, I know some people. I don't want my food touching. I'm not that guy. I'm also not when that you, guy. When you put Never. the them next to each other and you get that crazy, yeah, crazy. Uh, I just thought of something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go now, ahead. now, I will say me personally at my Thanksgiving, my favorite dish. Is the thing that my mom makes every year, and it's broccoli casserole, broccoli cheese casserole. I remember. Okay, that. and it's fire. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like it is because you know it's like got that creaminess, the the cheesiness, crazy. Yeah. Now the thing, since you said cranberry sauce, that would be my number one. Another hot take right here. Oh God. 
Depending on the way it's done, keep the turkey off my plate, bro. Uh, oh. I, I, I think even if the turkey's a hair dry, I think. It's Thanksgiving. But granted, I am a dark meat turkey eater. So okay. typically that, that meat isn't going to be as dry. Now, if if the breast meat or the the white meat is is dry, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna walk away from it personally. Yeah. But I, I do go towards the thighs. The, the so I mean know, I've had that. I've had a fried turkey and a smoked turkey, and I've enjoyed those. But like just like your regular like oven baked turkey, you know, you're gonna get like a piece of the breast. I never I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I never eat it. I it is eat. dry. It is it dry. Just, it's like the last thing I go. Like I feel like I'm yeah. forcing it. Yeah. This is what I did, man. So I, I made a turkey, I guess it's been a couple years ago. Uh, I brined it in this big old cooler, and I did this whole thing with it. And then I put butter under the skin, and I injected the turkey as well. Mm, uh, now, that was a little bit different. The breast was very, you know what I'm saying? It was very flavorful. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was good. But in general, some people just slap the turkey in there, and they put a little yeah. bit of thyme on it and a little bit of butter, and that's it. Like... It's I don't know, man. It. it is what it is. Now, give me the give me the ham on the plate, though. Ham's fire. And guess what? Give me give me a deviled egg on that thing fire. too. Give me a deviled egg. A uh, a Schroeder family uh, staple for Thanksgiving is raccoon ankles. No, actually, we, we really got you don't. <laughs> no, we we got rid of that one. Oh, hard to get. But I would say for us, one thing that we do that's maybe unique compared to we also do prime rib. That's one thing that we love to do. That's a good. That's a good move, bro. Um, that's a good be, move. Shout out, to, shout out to Big Tom, Big Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Schroeder, baby. We got doing, time, doing really. one, doing one this year. So um, he's he's hype. But for for a while, my family we went to a uh, we went to a place. They did like a Thanksgiving brunch, Word. and they had the best things. They had the best prime rib ever. Yeah. So we've emulated that um, as well. So I think that's one. On the on the meat side, yeah, you know, talk about some roast beef, some prime rib. Uh, I did want to hit. Do y'all like any comp specific combinations on your plate? Oh, what you said with the whole mac and cheese and, and, and the hams, yeah. or the sweet I think, potatoes. I think on. I think too. It's like if you get like um, get that Hawaiian roll, you fillet that Hawaiian roll open, or that <laughs> or that that yeast roll or whatever. Butterfly yeah. that joint. Butterfly that joint open. Yeah. Little little mashed potatoes. Yep. Little green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the meat of your choice. If you if you got some turkey that's hitting, some turkey or the ham or both. And, then, think, and then dip it in the cranberry. No, mm. I dip it in nothing. Or the gravy. You know what? All this yeah. talk, all this food talks, making me hungry. So I'm I don't know about you all, but I'm about to sign out and I'm gonna go get something to eat. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Some mac and cheesington. Not cranberry. Sauce. Not cranberry. Okay. Anyway, cranberry. thank you all for tuning in once again. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. We love you guys. We're out. See ya. Peace. Thank you guys for watching. We really appreciate your guys' support. If you like what you're seeing, please check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, and one last thing, another shout out, another thank you to Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store here in Nicholsville, Kentucky. You guys come check this place out. It's great. Thanks. Three Kings Bourbon wishes you to drink like a king, but to act like one also. Please drink safely and responsibly.